This is the Willing to Go Ham podcast coming to you guys live from Mikasa. Um, just had a hell of a weekend, hell of a Saturday to say the least. Uh, actually, hell of a week. So Tuesday, I left. I left Tuesday night and I drove to Minneapolis um, for a multitude of reasons. Number one, I was able to work uh, in one of the offices that my company um, has within the company in Minneapolis. So. Um, I love it out there. I love it. I truly do. It's a great, it's a great time. Um, get the opportunity to help people, uh, in my, in my career field and do it successfully, you know, and, uh, got, got the job done. There were some other things that I couldn't get done, but you know, it was a learning experience. And sometimes I realize, like whenever I lock into something, um, first it starts off as like, okay, it's curiosity. Then it becomes frustration and then I start learning more and more about the job, like or, or about what I, my task, these projects. So although things didn't go as I wanted to for this project, though I did learn a whole lot. So that the next time I'm ready for this project, oh yeah, it's it's fucking on, dude. It is on, on, on like Donkey Kong. And I've done it before, you know, but I ran into some difficulties for the first time that I thought uh, were, uh, you know, kind of. Trash, <laughs> uh, but you know I'm not gonna. I, and I'm my own worst critic, so usually I'll beat myself up if I do it. <clears throat> um, but I, I just got in, just got in. So I um, oh, also got to see my dad. That was also pretty cool. Um, you know, love my pops to death. Eventually, I'm gonna have him on the podcast one of these days. It, it's just a matter of time. Uh, every time I'm around him, I always forget. You know, so because I just have such a great time and. I savor those moments, and I understand now where I get a lot of my humor and I get my <laughs> my mannerisms from. I get it from the old man. So that was also cool. Got to see uh, my cousin Peyton. Shout out to Peyton. And uh, my auntie Jessica. Uh, shout out to Jody. Shout out to Freddie. Shout out to Stacy. You know, I got, you know, I love all you guys. Every time I go to Minnesota, it always, I'm always like, this is like my second home. I could totally see myself living in Minneapolis, but um, sorry, I'm, swift change in weather, man, it really gets me. So you, you guys know this. I can see myself living in Minneapolis, uh, but Arizona's still on my mind. I'm gonna get there someday. It'll happen. Just a matter of time, right? But aside from that, um. You know, one of the things I'm going to stop doing, <laughs> and I had this conversation uh, with my friend Malai. Um, I don't mention in the last episode that, like, things were going well with uh, with this girl, and, and they were, but uh, they came to an end. I'm very transparent with you guys. It's a very close and intimate uh, following that I have, so I can be honest with you guys. Uh, the shit didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't work out. Uh, so I took the liberty of liberty, liberty, liberty. Anyways, I'm all right. I took the liberty of like really thinking about it and reflecting, you know. And I think that I put so much pressure, you know. And I don't think she listens to the episode. I never told her I had a podcast, but um, I put a lot of effort or a lot of pressure on myself to make. Someone, the one, right? And uh, 
it just it always ends the same for the most part. So, uh, and of course it it could have it was you know it was just a couple weeks you know so it wasn't like I invested a a lifetime of love and care and stuff like that. So it doesn't hurt as bad. So it's something I can get over quickly. Uh, it just kind of happens abruptly, and usually like it happens in the form of like I'd go on dates and then they. Uh, like things are going well, you know, the text messages are fruitful. Of course, I don't really have the time to text all throughout the day like that because I'm busy. And then like all of a sudden the text gets slower and slower and slower and slower and they're dry and more dry. And, you know, so I kind of knew the end was there anyway. And uh, one of the things I've worked on is not blaming myself. So if you guys were in the same boat, uh, don't blame yourself. Uh, but. You know, just know. Yeah, once it happens, though, you know, I, I'm kind of like, all right, it's all good. So, uh, you know, because there's plenty of other chances. And I, I had a conversation with my, with my friend Malai, and uh, she was like, you know, love will happen when you least expect it. First of all, I'm not like, I don't know. Like, sometimes, like, I don't long for, like, a relationship, I don't long for it. Like it's just in the moment when it happens, like when it's on the cusp of something. I'm like, this is dope, and then it doesn't, and I'm just like, well, fuck. But she always tells me that, like, you know, love happens when you least expect it. And I mean, and I, I kind of see that, but then again, I just don't. I I really think there's something. There's something going on. I don't know. There's something. She's like, it's the energy you attract, and it, it's or you, you know, you. I don't know. It's some. She said something about that. I, the women you attract, it's about your energy, and you know, some, some, something that I'm like, I have good energy. I had fucking honeybees around me today. I think that's good, and I didn't get stung either. That was actually pretty crazy. Uh, and I'm scared of bees, so I don't know. Uh, I, part of me believes it, but the other part of me is just like, yeah, whatever, you know. And it's easy to say that when you're with someone, but I just think I have a unique case, and I think. That is a much more of a sign for you to leave Kansas City because <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. I just, I think I just need a fresh start and I never feel like I belonged here. So, um, but that's not the only reason why I'd be moving. But I think as of now, you know, my dating time has come to an end in Kansas City. So, uh, for now, for now, that's just how I feel. I'm, I'm not... I deleted and for and, and I did this. I deleted my dating apps, all of them. So I don't know. Let's see what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I can honestly talk about this though. You know, um, there was indeed a beautiful thing that I got to witness um, last night or tonight, actually. Sorry. Well, it was last night because it's early in the morning now. But anyways, um, I got to witness uh, two of my friends. Uh, they got married. And uh, so shout out to Connor and Sydney, a.k.a. the Batemans. Shout out to you guys, man. It was, uh, man, it, it, it was it was so surreal, you know, because I've, I've known Connor for since we were in high school, you know, and like freshman year of high school, I believe. And, uh, you know, I always liked you, man. I always, always liked you. I always thought that you were a cool dude. And we really didn't, like, talk 
until college, like until we got, until I met him at Maple and uh, we had class together. I thought he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the hell? And, uh, you know, we would compare our stories. Funny story about Connor. I love, I love, I love telling this story, man. <laughs> Because at the time, because here's the Connor was never wrong in any of this, so I, I gotta tell this story, bro. So there was this girl I used to talk to. I, I like this girl, and um, at the time Connor was talking to this, he was talking to another girl, and um, me and things with this uh, girl. Let's just say for the sake of the story, her name is Renee. Things with me and Renee didn't really like work out for real. There were just a multitude of things that I totally blame myself for it because I was just a fucking idiot back then and uh so they didn't work so connor reaches out to my homeboy david so shout out to david shout out to my man kinchelo david kinchelo hey, i got a name job because i love that guy too and uh <laughs> uh he connor asks uh david he's like hey wasn't christian talking to renee and david was like no actually they stopped talking and i and it was like i said totally my fault and um Connor goes, oh, okay, all right. So at the time when I was working at Lids, the hat store, I walked across the street and I had some friends that worked at this ice cream shop called uh, Coldstone. And I'm sitting in Coldstone, just chilling, hanging out. And I actually like, I think, I think I locked the door or something. I think I locked the door and I just walked over there. And I'm sitting down and in walks Connor, in walks Connor, right? So Connor's like, hey man, what's up, bro? I was like, oh, what's up, Connor? How you doing, man? And something like that. And all of a sudden, I see Renee walk in. And I'm thinking, oh, what's up? And then they, I kind of look at them, and the way that their posture is, I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Like, what, what is going on? And then, like, they both walk up to the ice cream thing together, and I'm like, are they lab partners? Like, I thought, he, what, 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 are they, what the hell? And then they come to find out, like, they were dating. And I was so mad, man. I was like, what the fuck? You're supposed to be my friend. But look, man, like, I felt that way because, like, I had fucked things up with this girl, Renee. And, like, I didn't, at that time, I was just an idiot. I didn't deserve her at all. Uh, with, with, and it was, I didn't do anything bad. It was just, my mind wasn't on that. And she was totally into me, too. That, that was actually one of the ones that I feel like she was the good one that got away. Um, and I let her get away because of my stupidity. So, and at the time, like, I had no idea I could pull her. Like, I really wasn't even, like, her type, per se. But, like, I was just, yeah, maybe I should tap into that again. That'd be, not her, but, like, into that mindset. Because, like, I didn't give a fuck. I was just myself, you know, and uh, it happened to work out. So, anyways, uh, they ended up breaking up. And I remember I told David, I was like, David, why the fuck didn't you tell me that he was talking to her? And David's like, bro, I... I didn't know, man. I didn't know. And at the time, David can vouch for it. He can tell you. Like, I was wilding out when I was on Twitter. My, my early Twitter days, oh, man, it was crazy. And they used, and David would hear from, David would hear from, like, her and this other girl because they followed me on Twitter. And they're like, hey, why is he always tweeting about, like, this and this and this? And, like, he's always tweeting about bitches and hoes and stuff. Like, I was, I was just wilding out. David was like, hey, man, like, you might want to chill out on that because they see that. I was like, man, fuck that shit, man. I don't care. But all in all, like, this girl Renee was still, like, trying to fuck with me, right? Anyways, so I was mad at Connor for, like, a, like a year. And I was just like, bro, this fucking guy. And then, like, over the time, over time, I just got, I got 
over it. And I would see Connor at like certain events and I'd just be like, you know what? <clears throat> this guy, this is a pure dude. He didn't do this out of malice. So I might as well just like be cool with him. And then over time, like we just grew closer and closer, you know? And, uh, and then he was also, we were both in the same like dating boat, you know, where, um, like we were both single and we we're talking about our crazy stories and shit. And then one day, like he introduces me, uh, to Sydney. Now, I don't remember exactly where I met Sydney. I really don't. Uh, I, I want to say I met her. I think the first, like, I knew about her, and I think I may have met her, like, in passing, like, with uh, other people. But the first time I actually got to interact with her was we were at hot, we went to, we went axe throwing. And, um, and I remember, like, I couldn't throw an axe. Like, I fucking sucked at it. And Cindy started talking shit to me, man. She was like, can't throw an axe. I'm like, oh, my God. Who is this, who, who is this munchkin talking shit to me? Then we ended up going to Hot Country. No, no, no not Hot Country Nights. It was uh, PBR. Went to PBR. And, uh, and this is before Connor even, like, thought about proposing. But I looked at them, and I'm like, okay. They got some... I can see the spark. Like, they compliment each other and I think they had been together for like about a year at this point maybe two years I'm not I'm not sure but they complimented each other well and um I remember she we were we were talking about Dragon Ball Z and she uh <laughs> like so they say Kamehameha right well she goes I know what that is I know what Dragon Ball Z is I was like really yeah don't they say Haku, and nobody says Haku with Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball anything, and I just thought that was so funny. And I was literally crying on the dance floor, laughing so hard. And uh, yeah, man, and, and that, I'd also seen them together. Uh, we watched the draft together as well, and uh, I remember Sydney <laughs> was trying to like get me to hit on uh, a wait a waitress. But I had to think about it for a second. And then, like, I was like, no, I'm cool. I'm good. And Sydney was like, okay, like, so are you single or what's up? And the girl was like, oh, no, I have a boyfriend and I'm in college and something like something. I was like, well, shit. And Sydney was like, well, if you weren't going to do it, shit, I, I was going to do it. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, so she's a wonderful person. And then that's when Connor popped the question. And uh, it wasn't a surprise. It was, it was a no-brainer at this point. I think he had cashed in and... He's now found his franchise quarterback. <laughs> He's found a, you know, so now they get to go through life together. And uh, I got to go to their wedding, and it was just so surreal um, being there and seeing them, you know. I, I didn't see Connor cry. I didn't see him cry. But I would have. I was going to cry because Sydney looked, she looked amazing. She looks amazing. But it, it was just, it just, it's different with that dress, you know, and, and, and walking down the aisle. And, uh, man, you know, because, like, and, and Connor asked me, he's like, are you going to bring a date? Or I, I, I wasn't going to, you know. I The only wedding date I would ever bring, honestly, at this point in my life is, like, someone that I truly like. I'm like, I might, I might end up marrying this chick or, you know, we're intimate partners. I'm not just going to bring, like, a friend to a wedding. I wouldn't do that. Uh, but it was a, it was a wonderful time. I uh, got to see, you know, shout out to my, like I said, shout out to my guy, David, 
shout out to Sam, shout out to Joe, shout out to Dex, you know what I'm saying, man, shout out to Jake, um, it was dope, man, it was, it was truly, a, it was an awesome time, and, and I got to catch up with some people, uh, and also my friends, shout out to my friends, uh, girlfriends, and spouses, and all that, I thought that was so cool, you know, and uh, I got to, um, Meet Sydney's dad. That was also pretty cool. He listens to the show. He's a Steelers fan, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, it was a beautiful moment in time, and it had me thinking. You know what? True love is out there. You know, and they always say you got to have a, have to have an open mind. And da 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 da. Listen, I'm not the pickiest person. Okay, I'm really not. But looks do help. Okay, <laughs> they do help. And, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm obviously I'm working on myself on the daily. So, yeah, I think I deserve someone that I think I find attractive. Right. Not not not, you know, because my mom will be like, well, it's not about what's on the inside. It's about their heart. And yeah. But, you know, I want to actually like find this person attractive too. And of course, like looks aren't everything, but they sure do help. Right. So, yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm thinking about it like. I'm not on like a specific biological clock or like, you know, something like that. But I want to be able to have my mom like see me like on there getting married, you know, for the longest time. I think my mom either thought I was gay or I was a virgin. Right. And I'm neither of those now, like never have been. Well, I was a virgin, but I was never gay. But, you know, because she's like, you know, you're not talking to anybody. I'm like, nah, and she's, you know, I don't think she thought I was gay or thinks I am, but I'm not. So if you're listening, um. I'm coming out the closet and telling you I'm not gay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, yeah. All in all, man, it's, it's, it's super cool to watch two people get married and uh, to see their journey in life just start, you know, and, and, and um, they're able to be one and then they just compliment each other so fucking well like that's the beauty of, of of marriage like when i went to david's wedding i could see it they compliment each other him and anna marie compliment each other so well and uh currently like with my friends you know like they compliment each other so well so i don't know you know drake had a line once where he said um what did he say it was on the you can thank me now he said uh, these days, I feel like I'm hang. I'm starting to. I always say I'm starting to feel like I'm be. I'm surrounding myself with the wrong women. But uh, what do you say? But knowing me, oh, I'd have a chance. But knowing me, I'd have a chance of love. Oh, I'd have a. Hold on. Let me let me let me look at this lyric real quick, man. I, I thought it was a, a dope line, and I was like, that is so fucking me. Uh. Sorry, let me, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, he said, uh, I think I'm spending all my time with the wrong women. <clears throat> I think I'll have a chance of love, but knowing me, I'll miss it. That's, <clears throat> that is me to a core. I think I'll have a chance of love, but knowing me, I'll miss it. I, I it's, <clears throat> never ceases to amaze me, my, intricate dating life it's crazy and then on top of that what makes it even worse is that um you know some allergic to cats and dogs right 
and like 98% of women have cats and dogs. <laughs> they have, or they'll have a cat or dog or fucking both. So that automatically eliminates a large pool of women because they have pets. So it's just like, it just, it doesn't get any fucking easier. This is why I'm like, okay, even if I find someone that I'm compatible with, they're going to pick their fucking pet over me. <laughs> so, so it, it just, oh man, I think I'm just going to die alone at this point. But, you know, never say never, right? So anyways, hey, shout out to Connor, shout out to Sydney. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. Hopefully I get to hang out with you guys soon. Uh, you know, get situated, get used to being Mr. and Mrs. Bateman because you guys are officially a team now. Um, and I hope somebody I can find the same thing. Hopefully the girl, the next girl I like has like a turtle or some shit. That'll be cool. Because um, I think I'm allergic to the rabbits too. So with that being said, this is the one to go ahead podcast. I'm gonna take, about to take my ass to bed. And I'm out. Peace.